dad goes. He does not. Yes, he does. He does not. Yes, he does. To a psychiatrist? Yeah. He does not. He does too. But why do you say that that's ridiculous? it's true. I heard him and mom talking about it. What does he need a psychiatrist for? Is it okay if I take that pair, Grandma? It's nice of you to nice of you to join us for the pod. Yeah, well, it's been a while, isn't it? Well, it's only been a few days actually, but um, you've been it's, you've kind of been like uh, a casual participant lately. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for someone to sort of just take my place. Hasn't happened yet. No. Every no. time I say, you know, I've got this Sopranos podcast. Oh, really? That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's with Dan Mackles. Ah. Ah. Uh, oh dear. That's where the problem is. All right, man. Do you want to start it off? Yes, right. So the the podcast is called The Sopranos Redefined. I keep forgetting to say it every every single time. I just I say Sopranos we've, episode seven. We we've snuck it in the last couple of times, have we not? <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, we've snuck it in like half. You know, yeah, 50%, I guess so. Fifty well, percent. Welcome back, everybody, to Sopranos yeah. Redefined, and and we're already on season one, episode seven. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, motoring along. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, we'll just, just dive right into it. Let's cut down on the yeah, on cool. the lead up. Uh, as we said, it's episode seven, titled "Down Neck." I don't, I, I, I don't understand why it was titled "Down Neck." I don't know if that was something that you have any insight on. Originally debuted on February twenty first, nineteen ninety nine, and uh, just a really quick overview is AJ Anthony Jr. has disciplinary problems at school prompting Tony to recount memories of his childhood with Dr. Melfi. Yeah, that sums it up pretty well, I think. I'll tell you honestly, like, again, uh, you know, watching this for the second time around, as soon as it started off with AJ and his chums running around the school, getting up some shenanigans, I, I was like, ugh, it's an AJ episode. Yeah, I was thinking of you, actually, when I saw AJ. I was like, oh, Dan's going to be, Dan's not going to be happy over there. I just, I just don't like him, and and I, I, I don't think I'm supposed to. Everything that we see of him, there's no redeeming qualities at this point. He's just a little shithead. Yeah, I don't really have much experience with sort of young teens or that sort of age group. Maybe younger children, sort of you know five and six, but not like twelve on the cusp of being a teenager. So. So to me, he's just, he's about right. He's about right from his, from his environment, from his upbringing. He's, a, he's about right. He's a, like, he's a bit annoying. He doesn't, like, and it's weird because I, I'm offended quite easily by my, a lot of things and a lot <laughs> okay. of characters. If we do films and stuff, you know, I'm, I'm easily offended. I'm ready to go in on someone at a drop of a hat. But no, I'm okay with AJ. Yeah. Really? I, I can, look, I, I agree that he's annoying. I, I'm not, I'm not disputing that at all. I've got. Yeah. I'm not going to stick up for him. I'm, but I think him doing what he's doing, his behaviours, just it's just about right. He needs to be doing something. If, if we're going to have the two the two kids, he needs to be doing something. And this is just his angle, isn't it? This is what he's doing. He's he's annoying. He's disruptive. He's causing a bit of mischief at school. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with it so far. I think so it's, far. I think it's one of those things where I I don't know if we touched on it earlier. Uh, we might have when 
we dropped one of our earlier episodes talking about when I went back and revisited Breaking Bad and seeing it from start to finish, knowing where the story goes, and then going back and, and revisiting it from the beginning, I see Walter White differently because I, I know where the story goes. I think with AJ, first time around, I was maybe like you, kind of like, oh, yeah, I... You know, he's a bratty little kid, but, you know, I'm interested to see where he goes. Where oh, I know where he goes. <laughs> I know where he goes. And uh, that, that's my, do you think that's maybe clouding I think, your judgment I, then? I think it clouds my judgment. Yeah, I, right, think, okay. I think knowing his, his, how his entire arc plays out, I'm just like, I fucking, I can't stand this kid. So not to spoil anything, but. No, I imagine that he probably doesn't get any better as he gets older. I can see already if if that's what they're doing with they're laying the foundations with him now, I'd be surprised if he if he went on and became this great bloke and you know really I can imagine he, he I don't know well I don't know but maybe like a Christopher type thing type, he's a little bit annoying he comes out with random stuff he he does random things doesn't listen to his dad I don't know but maybe something like that maybe I'm wrong I don't know yeah I'd say this is a real centered episode um, I, I feel it's been a while since we spent any time with Christopher or the the rest of Tony's gang, right? It feels like these last, what, two, three episodes focused on him and Melfi, and then him and the the different relationships that he's dealing with inside his own family, right? Specifically his mom, Junior, and then the immediate family with Carmela and the kids. Yeah, I don't think I'm in any, in any rush, really, to go back to the gang. We see them briefly when they're playing Paul when Tony's talking about AJ and his issues at school. But no, I th- I'm, 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 yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with what's, what's been happening. I, I, you know, I think every time Melfi and Tony interact, it's interesting. It's moving along the plot or it's, it's introducing something. She's giving him something else to, to do or something else to think about. So their interactions are always quite, you know, quite fun, quite interesting. That's changed slightly now because he's off this declaration of love. So you've got to factor that in now. Um, Christopher, like, yeah, whatever. Don't care about Christopher. And the, I think the last episode that we even talked about, which he was in, was the one we had the neck brace. That was that was quite fun. Yeah, he was quite funny in that. But apart from that, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Um, I think I think it's probably um, I'm in that same same position where knowing where the story goes and knowing which characters become more prominent is probably me going, well, where's where's Christopher? Like, when's Christopher start becoming? more of a factor in the show, which he's just at this point isn't, right? He's mm. he's a very minor character as far as you're concerned at this point. But this is good though, isn't it? This is good doing it this way, not and I think we've spoke about this maybe off mic. We spoke about the whole idea of, of binging T V series. And even though I'm I'm keen to keep watching, get to the next episode, not binging this is is how you, you need to be doing it. Because then if, if we if you were just binging it and you wanted to try and talk about it, or if you, you forget about recording an episode or a podcast, you just want to talk about it with your with your friends. There's there's two there's there's so much going on that if you binge five episodes back to back and then went right, you know, let's talk about it, you'd you'd miss you'll get lost. You'd, yeah, you'd miss like seventy five percent of what the hell's going on, apart from the basic stuff. So I think doing it this way, episode by episode, and each episode so far has been has been pretty different. I wasn't expecting for this one, for example, to have more flashbacks or flashback to Tony. When he was a kid, when I first saw that, I was like, "Oh, oh no, this could go wrong." But no, that was good. It, it worked. I enjoyed you, it. You, di- you didn't mind that because I, I had this circled around flashbacks. I wanted to know 
how that landed with you. I mean, for, yeah, I, was, for... I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah. When it first happened, and I was, oh, well, that's we're going there, are we? Probably maybe because we also got this really weird bit where I think Tony's talking to, I assume it's Melfi, and then we get a flashback. We get these really random cuts of flashing back to the car with Meadows. Yeah, and I was like, well, oh, that's. That's What's terrible. What, the, yeah. what, that's awful. Just really quick cuts. And then it, it was like, oh, are you in the mafia? I was like, I don't do it. I don't know why. We've, who's chosen to do it that way? That's weird. But so based on that, I was probably a bit concerned. But No, do you no, know what that was, was? You know what that was? That was, uh, and I, I've got this written down because I wanted to know what you thought about it. Um, so we, we have the problems with AJ getting into trouble. I think they break into the church and they're, stealing the wine they get drunk and then they you know their cover's blown in gym class not that aj looks like the most athletic fellow but when they're when they're sitting down in the principal's office uh, did, did you ever get do you ever get in trouble as a young lad in school do you ever get sitting down to the principal's office or suspended uh a couple of times oh nothing, yeah i don't think anything major nothing major as such but yeah i was i was sitting there i was sitting there. i think my mum came in before i think maybe it was maybe it was, it was the day before parents' evening or something. And I don't think my mum could... Something There was something going on, but she, uh, she came in and she... Um, yeah, I was sitting there, tail between I, my legs. I uh, I had the unfortunate uh, position of my, my mother was the head secretary at the high school. So whenever I got in trouble or got sent down to the office, you know, the first person I came across was mom. So that was, uh, that was always awkward. Or worse yet, I remember uh, getting into a fight... And the kid that I got in a fight with ran to the principal's office to, you know, say, hey, I got into the skirmish. And it was with Dan Mackholtz. Well, one of the teachers that was witness to the event sat me down and was saying, I understand what's going on. You know, of course, you're going to have to answer for this. And then over the PA system, it was Dan Mackholtz to the office, please. Yeah, never, never a good thing, right? And I was like, okay, you know, Mr. Duick, I'm, I'm going to have to go, right? It's time for me to go. Couple minutes went by. It was like Daniel Mackeltz to the office, please. And you're like, Ooh, okay, I know that Daniel tone. Mackeltz. I know that tone. And then by the third one, it was the full name, like you know, Daniel James Mackeltz to the office now. And let me tell you, when I walked by all the kids, it was like walking the Green Mile or something. Everybody's like, you're fucking dead. <laughs> so that was uh, that was enjoyable. But anyways, like getting back to AJ, uh, he's in the principal's office and. They're kind of laying out, like, we're having problems with him. He's having some disciplinary issues, and we may think it may be related to ADD or whatever other possible tie into whatever Tony's dealing with. You can see he's defensive about that. He's just like, oh, no, am I passing this shit on? But how creepy was that, uh, that psychologist guy? That guy was so uncomfortable. Did yeah, you not find well, Yeah, the whole environment for me is a little bit, ugh, you know, uh, it's a bit... Yeah, it's. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. I don't know about Catholic school and stuff. So oh no, I went to Catholic school for my first. Oh really? First four or five years of. Uh, so is this is formal this just education. a sort of? Is this just a sort of this this school they're at? Is it just a run run of the mill Catholic school? Just run is there of the anything Catholic school? If okay. anything, right. it's it's toned down compared to what I experienced. I was legit taught by by nuns, and in the middle okay, of the, right in the middle of the day, we would have to go to church. And go through all that. That's the, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm interested in. So, in terms of your st- the structure of your day, you've got have you at least got sort of a period of time during that day between your classes where you have to go and sit in church. Yep. Do what you do in church. 
and then yeah. go back to class and right. So there's, every day you've got that right. Okay, because yeah, I just yeah. I don't really. I'm interested to, to know what what happens. What what's in the structure of those kind of schools? What what are we doing differently to another just state school other than it's just having the idea of of having that hour where you go into church and you pray and you do whatever you're doing and then you leave again. That's it the, was, that's I'll the biggest you, difference. I'll tell you this. I, I And I am not a man of faith anymore. I've completely distanced myself from that, probably based on the experiences I had as a young child. But it, it, the one thing that it did have was a much more strong sense of community. I do remember that. I do remember knowing most of the other kids because obviously they and their families went to the church on the weekend as well as we were going there every day. So you had a real uh, sense of community, right? I, I knew the the nuns and the and the head priest who was a fantastic guy to be honest with you. Like it was it was an interesting environment to be around that was so vastly different when you go to public school. Public school you're just like, oh, this is a completely different energy than what I'm used to. But um, getting back to what you said way back when with the meadow flashbacks, uh, Tony's lying in bed with Carmela and they're discussing AJ's issues. And uh, yeah, okay. she's, yeah. she's like, well, do you think he knows? Do you think Meadow knows? And he's having those flashbacks to that discussion. Why doesn't Tony open up to Carmela right there and say, hey, do you know what? We actually had this discussion when we were on the college trip, and that would have been a great opportunity for them to come closer, but yet he chooses to be secretive. He chooses to, to not have that conversation with her, which I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if, if he expects Carmela to give him an ear bashing because they had that conversation, even though he didn't go into detail. He just hinted at the fact that, yeah, there's more to my, my job than being a waste management guy. Clearly, but that's that. We'll leave it at that. So he didn't. He didn't, you know, say yes. I am part of the mafia. So I, I don't know. I because I'm not sure. Based on this conversation he's having with Carmela, when at the end, I think they end it with, you know, we got we got to talk about, you know, we got to sit down and, and tell AJ and Meadow about what the family does. Is it time to have that conversation? So I don't know how much Carmela knows. I'm assuming she knows roughly what's going on, but she, I think she, do, she knows it, like other than aware the dirty little secrets. I think she knows exactly right. what he's involved in. So he, right? she's aware that people are being killed, effectively. Maybe not by <sighs> Tony, but by he he's he's happily ordering people to be gotten rid of, and that's and she's like, okay, she's probably. Pro- she's probably she's she. I don't think she's stupid. I think she's demonstrated that she's not dumb. Um, remember the last episode when she's talking with Father Phil and saying, well, I, I always had no problem with the mistresses because of the role they played and I was okay with that. I think she has to know that he's involved with things that are going to lead to a really dark side of society. And she's just kind of like, you know what? I, I don't want to know. I know, but just keep the details to yourself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I imagine at this point it doesn't matter. If he went, if he there and then just said, "Oh, by the way, I, this guy who snitched on the family, um, yeah, I strangled him to death." So, uh, yeah, I was doing that yeah. on the trip. So, yeah, not not the best. Um, obviously, I didn't tell Meadow. I don't think she picked up on it, so we should be fine. It's like, well, how how far are we going? If if Carmela heard that, would she be like, "Oh my god, you're killing people"? That's it. I can't take it. Or oh, okay, well, that's not the best. I but, don't think right. she would be so upset the fact that he's killing people. Maybe it might rub her 
uh, the wrong way with, you know, the fact of how strong her faith is, right? Maybe she would have bristled more the fact that he was getting involved in that stuff while they were out, while he was with his daughter, right? Maybe that would have been more of the well, issue. Yeah. yeah, that's probably, yeah. Uh, I think that's probably what the, uh, I guess, the jarring flashbacks, because it was but obviously I, an I, event I just don't that- get. I just don't get, like, they just had a conversation at the end of last episode, how she's like, I want to be your rock. I want to be someone you can count on. And he says, you know, Carmela, you are my life. Right then and there, you had a perfect opportunity to show But well, it links her. in, doesn't it? it? It links in with AJ because it's it's Meadow. So it's their daughter. So it's not, it's not a random thing going, oh, by the way. It's like, oh, actually, this happened with Meadow. AJ's now acting up. Because they even say... Oh, it's is it time to have the family chat? You know, sit us down and and tell everyone about what's going on, or give them more of an indication about. So they even reference it. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. oh, I think uh, what I find interesting actually with with Catholicism and all that kind of stuff is the the tendencies they have to, and obviously, you know, don't, I'm, I'm not a, not a religious guy at all, so I've got to be careful how I put this. Yeah, I was always got to be careful with toes. You well, well, right? I'm always careful. <laughs> How the the tendency to confess their sins, but the idea of either sort of skirting around the sins or changing them slightly, and not properly confessing what's hence why Tony. I'm assuming we're never going to see Tony in church because there's there's just no point. There's literally no point because he may he may confess his sins or he may skirt around them and change them slightly and maybe not tell. You know, I got into a, I got into a scrap with this bloke. Uh, rather than I actually murdered a man last week. And also doing other things to counteract their sins. And that that's kind of the mindset. Like, uh, well, you know, if I've, done, if I've killed someone, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a big sin. But if I now go give a million dollars to charity, oh, well, that's counteracted it. You know, I should be good to go. I'm not <laughs> going like to hell. It's the scale that you've got to try to balance yeah, it's out. it's like right? that's, of course, like, you know, I imagine, it, I guess it depends what you're classing as a sin. Yeah. Because... You can't just go through life, however religious you are, and just not, in your mind, commit something that you feel like is a sin. So it's like, how, how you know, what's the level of sin? It's like me coming on and saying, do you know what? I'm just not recording with Dan today. I don't want to do it. I just can't be bothered. I don't want to see his, I don't want to see his stupid face. Now, right. for me, I'm just being honest, but Words for you, you could, you could think, well, Ben, that's, that's horrible. You've sin. committed a sin because yeah. that was really mean. Remember when we were going to record yesterday and you just, what? That's didn't. what I'm saying. Is that a yeah. sin? Or just me saying, look, well, Dan, I mean, I now it, today. it was presented to me like you were having Wi-Fi issues. And now so, it just well, seems like you well, just didn't want to do it. If I was lying, then I guess that's yeah. a sin. I guess. But, uh, it's, it's a bunch of sins. <laughs> a lot of sins being laid down oh, I'm there. sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting over here. Uh, no, but I think when it comes to the religious side of things, I, don't, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I don't think tony has much to do with it like it seems like that's more of a carmella thing than a tony oh, yeah. thing yeah he knows so, he, he you know i don't know i don't know if he's ever been a religious man but he, he knows what the sound i think it's probably beaten into him you know i think with his uh italian upbringing i i i, I think he does have a level of faith but he's like what like whatever you know i'm not going to I'm not going to put much stock into worrying about how my points add up for the afterlife. But yeah, anyways, um, I don't know how we got off on that religious rant. But, uh, you know, another thing that was uh, that was kind of funny, you know, kind of showing Tony's lack of maturity. You know, he had the big bomb drop last episode where he tells Melfi he loves her. And they don't they don't really address it too much when they're sitting down. It's 
I was actually surprised how willing he was to talk about intimate things considering he was rebuffed by her. But he brings up the mistress to her almost in a taunting kind of way, right? Like, uh, like, are you jealous? Like, how does that make you feel? You know, and it's like, again, it, he's so juvenile in his approach to things at times. Yeah, that was his way, wasn't it? To sort of, you know, after they had the chat last week and he said, because she even says to him, she says, you know, do you want to discuss these, what happened last time we spoke about and these intimate feelings you revealed for me? And he's like, oh, intimate feelings? Well, it's a bit more than that. I said, I loved you, for Christ's sake. So yeah. he's, he's okay with that, rather than he could have just said, oh, yeah, you know, you were right. You said it's, it's this whole idea of, of I'm not feeling how I actually really feel and how you've, how you've conducted yourself and how you've come across. That's, that's what got me. So I agree with you. I, don't, I, I think he could have played it off quite easily and it would have just been forgotten about. But he's, he's, you know, he said, yeah, 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 I'm in love. Well, that's happening. And I guess in his head, he's like, well, I'm, I'm okay with admitting that's the case. How can I kind of downplay this a little bit? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll mention the Russian girlfriend. That should do it. The hot, so, young Russian girlfriend, yeah, right? Yeah, because like, even she just goes, well, oh, all right, this is, I find it odd that you've not mentioned this before. Well, yeah, and he just doesn't really answer it. He just kind of yeah, ignores yeah, it yeah. and just starts talking about something else. Um, but yeah, and no, I think the, yeah, they, they obviously, their chats again, it's, it's, it's just highlighting what's, what's happening is that a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that's in front of Tony is like literally in front of his face. He doesn't really see, he can't see it when it comes to his family. He just doesn't see stuff. He just look, he, he's blind to it mm-hmm. and he has to have Melfi pretty much highlight all this stuff. So it sounds like, I think for the audience as well, it sounds like she's, she's coming out of all this wisdom and all this great, you know, this stuff that you're like, Oh yeah. And as the audience member, you're like, Oh, Oh yeah. No, yeah, that's right. I'm not seeing that either, but you kind of are, but you sort of in some ways become a little bit blind to it along with Tony. Because he just doesn't see basic stuff, and and she highlights it, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, and then sometimes Which, you're like, yeah, I, I know that, but Tony's not seeing it, and so other times you're like, oh, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's why Tony's struggling so much. Which can be fair, because I mean, I don't know how many times you've had an experience in your life where you're you're, you're close to somebody, and you're like, how can you not see mm. what's going on, right? Like you're, but when you're when you're right in it, sometimes it's hard to have those moments of you know quiet rationalism. I go, oh, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe there is a problem here that I'm not addressing. So that, I mean, that tracks for yeah, standard, no, you know, human, you know, the human condition, if you will. Especially when it comes to relationships and family and stuff. A lot of people, hundred you know, percent, people can see a relationship and go, like, that, that looks horrible. The person in the yeah. relationship, is like, oh, this is great. I'm so happy. Oh, couldn't be better. Are okay. you trying to convince me or yourself? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So the flashbacks. What do you like? Yes. So you you didn't mind them, eh? Um, no, I don't think so. No, I think it was, it was, I think because I'm I'm so invested in the the show up to this point. Yeah. So w- whatever it does, I'm probably okay with it, and it's probably helping that. As I said, I'm not I'm not binging it, so it's not it's not too jarring. Each episode is its own s- separate thing. Where I, I guess I'm treating it like I would if I was to review a film, its own separate sort of episode, bit by bit. I know we're going to talk about it, so maybe maybe it helps that I know it's not just going to be an episode that I just wash off and go, yeah, that was quite fun. Next, it's yeah. like oh, okay, right, oh, this is interesting. Oh, I could talk about this. Oh, oh flashbacks, right? Maybe that helps as well. If I yeah. was just watching this by myself, or I was just binging loads of episodes in a row, 
I'd probably go, oh, that was, you know, maybe in terms of episodes we've had so far, that, that was that was all right. That Do was you know, like, it, you know, not, not the it, best, but fun. This is such a unique way to watch a show, like just strictly talking about what we're doing. <laughs> and that's when I sit down and watch a show, uh, you know, this episode of Sopranos or whatever episode, I, I watch it twice. Right. I watch the first one. I'm like, I'm not going to take any notes. I'm just going to watch the episode. And then when I watch it again, I'm like, okay, I need to watch it and think about talking points that you and I are going to discuss when we, you know, finally sit down to record, which is struggle sometimes. Oh, come uh, on, Dan. We've moved on now. Come on. We're here now. Come on. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely watching it in a different way. And I've heard other people that, you know, do the things that we do with our podcast discussing movies that, you know, they put their critic hat on and maybe they're not enjoying the movie as much as they would be if they were just watching it for pure entertainment. I find I'm enjoying the show more. I find I'm 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 absorbing it in a different way and I'm kind of getting the impression that you're you're doing the same. It's having the same effect for you. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah, because if I know even if a film going back to the films, even if all say if we get an episode in the future which is a bit of a dud, I know that at the very least, there's probably something in that episode which may not be very good that may garner some half decent conversation. Go, well, that was like what, what, like you know, it was like something like Christopher does. You know, Christopher on the whole was like, I can't stand him. He's, he's really annoying. But he does something, and it's like, well, to be fair, that probably worked. That'd be quite funny to talk about because that was just that was ridiculous. So it's that as well, isn't it? And and same with films. If you watch films that have, that maybe are bad, that you're like, oh, this is this is just terrible. If you're just watching it, you had no reason to be watching. It. You just you just put it on out of the blue and you knew you weren't going to talk about it like spawn oh jeez <laughs> well that's the thing if i if i was if i had watched spawn and i knew just just casually just it just came on tv and i'd watch spawn and i had i knew i wasn't going to talk about it other than like you know just shout out fiona fiona god you, oh you missed spawn early oh my god it was terrible it would be it was it would be a struggle i you know halfway through i was like oh god at the very least i know i'm going to talk, talk with, to tom about this and there's going to be plenty of content so I'll keep going. So yeah, it's that it's that thing, isn't it? If you're just watching a bad film or an episode that isn't that engaging, and you're not you know you're not going to discuss it, and you're just going to watch it and go, oh, that was okay, and then just move on. It does. It's completely different to to knowing that anything you've watched, there's room for discussion, good or bad. It changes it, doesn't it? It takes on a whole different. It completely changes the dynamic of it, and you you know either way. And and also, if you if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to someone else about something because everything's so subjective, you can watch a film, you can watch an episode, and you could go, oh god, yeah, that was that was dog shit, wasn't it? Terrible. And the other person could be like, really? Oh no, I, th- I thought that was brilliant. And you're like, oh, here we go, we've got a discussion on our hands. Brilliant. Here we go. It seems like for the most part, we've been we haven't had too much disagreement on uh, on everything that's come so far. I I. W- I- I'll have to say this particular episode. Remember before we were like, like, is this a made episode? Are we whacking this episode? Oh yes, let's let's bring that back. <laughs> yes, we've got, got that as well. Bring it back. This, I, it's tough because there are aspects in this particular episode I did like, but overall uh, of the of the first season, seven episodes in, this would be my least favorite of everything that we've seen up until this point, and I, I can't explain exactly why because there was merit in it. I. I, I did like 
sort of the parallels between, and I think the whole point of the flashbacks was going back to when Tony was around the same age of AJ and when he realized there was something different about his dad and then trying to figure out, well, like I'm dealing with this situation now, is the cycle going to continue, right? Like, like once my son realizes that this is the life his dad is in, is, is he just going to follow in the footsteps? Because do, do you not feel that Tony's like, maybe he's got a little bit of regret about, well, maybe if my dad was something different, I'd be something different. Because you don't, like, do you get the sense that he is torn with whether or not he wants to be in this particular lifestyle? Um, Yeah, but I, I do I do get why you maybe didn't sort of get on board with this episode, because you've got AJ. Don't like AJ. So it's another, it's another AJ-centered AJ. episode. So that's that's an issue straight away. And also, the flashback can go either way. Like I wasn't, I wasn't bowled over by it, but I was, I was okay with it. I was, you know, it was fine. It was done, it was done reasonably well. I understand why they were doing it, but if you're not, if you're not on board with the AJ stuff, and then the flashback stuff's like, well, this is just kind of highlighting more stuff about AJ, but we're getting it from Tony's perspective as a child. It's like, well, this isn't helping. It's, it, it was cool to see his father because yeah. his father's always just been mentioned. We know his mother. Um, it was interesting seeing a younger version of Olivia, who, again, she seems like quite the woman. And you know who I really did dig? Who I really did dig? And I might have to change that up a bit. Diggy, I dig, really, dig. Yep. I really like the actor who played Young Junior. I uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It, there was something about him. I was like, yeah, he, he, he nailed the whole essence of Uncle June. I thought that yeah. guy was pretty cool. But we also get the first mention or first... Um, you know, even though it's a child, we, we see Janice, Tony's sister. And you know how you keep talking about things you're interested in? I cannot wait for you to meet Janice. J- Janice is probably one of the, oh, how do I put this? Best, worst characters ever. Like, if you ever, like, you think, you think I hate AJ. Janice is like, I fucking hate Janice. But you're, again, you're supposed to. And the actress, I don't know if she ever won an Emmy, but she sure shit should have because she plays one of the most deplorable people on oh, the I show. Oh, I can imagine. I can't, I I can can't imagine. wait till we get to her. Does she Does she have similar vibes to Livia or was it just she's horrible but in a different way? Uh, can, we, can you ask me that when we're introduced to her? Because I've got some right. theories. I've got some theories on that. I don't want to say anything for fear of spoiling what's to come, so... Once she's introduced, we'll we'll revisit that, and because I got a theory of maybe maybe she wasn't going to be much more in the show, but they decided to go a different route for circumstances. So right. we'll we'll revisit that. But well, talking about Livia, I think if, if if you sort of take anything away from this episode, there's a pretty big bombshell, isn't there? When um, AJ starts to go and visit Livia, that's kind of part of his punishment or, or whatever it is, and he says about the the fact that his dad's seeing a psychologist and then that's that's huge because oh, yeah. I imagine that's going to probably filter down to Junior eventually oh, and then yeah. we've got some issues. She so, does um, not react very well to that at no. all. But it, another thing of speaking of Olivia's reactions, is that the first time we saw Olivia smile when her grandson comes to visit her? I almost didn't recognize her oh, as maybe. a character. Because she's yeah. so delighted to see her grandson. and I feel like she like, smiled before, but 
when something bad's happened. Well, it was, said it was something. more of an evil smile. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I just, what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just what well, what I found interesting. Maybe she's done it before, but she it's just well, it's just part of her character. But every obviously every time she we see someone who comes into frame, she speaks to them. They go off again, and then of course she has to make like a negative comment. So like, I yeah. think it's Pearl comes in. Oh, she's lost half her brain. She had a stroke <laughs> last last year. <laughs> and even later on, um, when she sees. Um, Tony and Junior are there at sort of the same time. Junior then walks off and she says, oh, have you seen Junior? God, he's so arrogant and big-headed <laughs> since he's become the boss. I, I was quite surprised, but I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. It's just, it, it just, yeah, just goes to show that she just doesn't... She's just Whoever miserable. she's speaking to at the time, she'll make a negative comment about yeah. the, the, the person who's just left the room. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it was just... Yeah, oh, fun, look at her. Brilliant. She's a degenerate gambler, that one. <laughs> you know, like yeah. last episode, she's such a bag. It's funny, though, when uh, you, 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 you know, you, you said it there, when AJ spills the beans, I, I've got it written down as like, AJ spills the beans about Tony going to a shrink. Uh-oh, P.S., AJ sucks. I'm fucking... I fucking hate AJ, man. Yeah, he's he is a turd. Worst. Like, he is. I can't, I can't, I can't defend AJ. He's, t- he's, he's not great. He's not great. Yeah, like, as I said, I'm just not, I'm surprised I'm not, maybe it's just the show. Maybe I'm just enjoying the show so much. No one can do wrong in my eyes. I can see I, characters that are not so good, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. As long as they're doing something moving along the plot, I'm all right with it. I think for the time I, being. I'll, I'll ask you again when he becomes like a teenager or, or worse yet, like a young adult. You're, you're just like, I, this guy is a f- fucking waste of skin <laughs> but uh but but what what he does what he does serve is he serves as i i think this fear and it's touched on in this episode tony's fear of his son sort of getting sucked in the cycle and being doomed to the same sort of fate that he is whether it's the emotional issues or being sucked up into the lifestyle i think that's kind of the main the, the main Oh, purpose for AJ, perhaps, you know? Yeah. There's a few lines in this episode which I thought were quite good. So one was with sort of talking again about AJ with Melfi and Tony. And I think Melfi talks about how the whole genetic predisposition and how that works. And Tony's mentioning about when he was a child. And I think he, as you said earlier about the idea, Tony sort of think, well, could could I've done something else with my life? Am I, what I'm doing now is this, Am I? This is. Is this good? Am I actually? Am I happy with my life right now? Being part of the mafia, and then we have that other flashback about when we see his dad talking with Livia and saying, "Oh, we, we can go to Reno. There's an opportunity. I could get out." And of course, she shuts it down. And then he. So then he. You know, he remembers that, and then then goes back to Melfi and says, "You know, she this is." Doesn't only shut it down. She threatens to kill the children instead of having them go oh, that's with right. him. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's yeah. and that's following her flipping out on Tony and threatening to stab him in the eye with whatever yeah. cooking utensil she had. So, but that, that that is an interesting thing, though, isn't it? You've got you've got the whole idea of um. Well, yeah. Well, we know Livia's. You know, we've we've heard Tony talk about his mum and how he. You know he. She wore his dad down to a uh, you know a tiny little nub, so we like it's we know we like we know and it's, that's probably why it was also nice to go and flashback just to sort of see thirty years ago or whatever just how the dynamics of it and it's it's pretty much the same isn't it give or yeah. take, um, but the whole idea of this whole genetic um, predisposition is quite is quite interesting because you get that a lot don't you that's quite a bit, sort of an overriding theme when it comes to a lot of a lot of things just day to day films whatever where. If the if the father 
is is bad or he's chosen a, a, a you know a path career wise which isn't the best or his behaviour isn't the best, will the son pick up on that? Yeah. You get at the you get at the dinner table at you a little bit when they have have the, all the family round, which I thought was quite interesting. I haven't really seen that before. Just sitting around the table together. Olivia's there, June's there. And of course, as you get with sort of like a grandmother, if if some if your son has done something bad and you're like, look, right, this is bad, you know, everyone, can we all just agree that this is terrible what he's done and he needs to improve or he's going to be, going to be, you know, grounded and he's going to have all his thing taken away. And then of course, you know, your mum, AJ's grandmother will obviously chime in and go, well, to be fair, yeah. to, you know, Tony. <laughs> You weren't, you know, you weren't the Jack best when you were a child. You were ten years old at the yeah. same age. You know, you were stealing cars. So, oh, what's worse? Yeah, and yeah, and it just it's like that happens, isn't it? But it's it's I can imagine that's quite annoying. Imagine yeah. that's quite frustrating when you're trying to discipline. You go like, no, that's the that's the wrong path to go down. Well, you did it, so. Huh? Uh, um, you're you're kind of cut me off below the knees here, ma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's interesting because Melfi pretty much says, you know, yes, that's that is a thing. But there are there is still a range of choices. It doesn't mean AJ has because he's got you as a dad, and you went down the same path as your dad. Doesn't automatically mean that AJ needs to do the same thing as you. I nope. imagine he's probably going to try and do it, but just because it's it, it's a you know predisposition doesn't mean that also, it can't be changed. But that's also very much like the strength of the individual themselves right because i've got many siblings but one of my, my brothers that i'm close to in age you know we both had the same mother we, we both had you know similar experiences but he's the type of person that will take a look at everything that happened to him when he was growing up and that's his crutch for why he's in whatever situation he's in i've always taken the other approach where it's like okay yeah sure maybe you had to go through this 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 tough go and deal with some real you know some real shitty experiences, but there comes a point where you're an adult or a young adult and you're able to make your own choices. And then the onus becomes on you. And maybe you didn't have a great foundation, but that whole yeah, my 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 family was tough. That th- that argument goes away at a certain point. At a certain point, you have to be responsible for your own your own choices. And you look at a guy like AJ. AJ strikes me as that kid. Now, yeah, maybe it's not fair because I, I see where it goes, but he strikes me as that guy that he's always going to blame his family for his problems. Oh, yeah. Like, he's yeah. never going to, yeah. you know. And, and, and I, think, I think we're also seeing that in Tony in a bit. Tony's, I'm this way because of my parents. He, 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 he's coming across as someone that is not going to accept responsibility for his actions. And I think through those, he's just going to pass that down to his kids. And then you got Meadow, who I think they are positioned to be, you know, you've got the one. And I think, was it this episode or the last episode? I think it was this episode where Carmela is sitting at the kitchen and Tony comes in. He's like, what are you doing? And she's reading all these books on, you know, how to help your kid through all these different emotional things. And it's like she's blaming Tony because look what you're like, because of you, and your issues, it's being passed on to our son, and his defense is, well, look at Meadow. You can't fucking blame me for Meadow, right? And I, it's just an interesting, it's just an interesting dynamic that they're dealing with, like, how do we, how do we foster our kids forward, considering the life that they're being brought up in? Yeah, well, the thing is, even though they've got their, they share, it seems, 
similar characteristics, AJ and Tony. I think they later on when we hear about the, the test results to see if he's got ADHD, you know, this whole not paying attention, kind of impulsive behaviour, in some ways kind of a, maybe a lack of remorse for their actions. But that, that's kind of like, that's, that's, I feel like that's probably, you could, you could levy that at most young kids. You, hopefully, the, you know, the idea is you try and grow out of some of those traits as you get older and you learn and you, and you mature. Tony, uh, you know, hasn't really, hasn't really needed to. But it's the, what was I saying? Sorry, what were you going to say? No, I sorry, I didn't want to cut you off. Um, I Again, this is different. Like, uh, I'm a parent, so I maybe have a little di- different perspective on this. But there's one thing that... I, I never like to hear from parents and I get, I, we go through waves, right? Like, I mean, I think my parents, parents were probably very, very hard on them that filtered down to um, my parents. They were probably hard on me. And then around my generation, when we started becoming parents, I always felt that we overcompensated, maybe went a little bit too soft. And the thing I always hated hearing was people saying, it's like, oh, you got a rough kid, like, or, like a little hellion child. They're like, oh, he's, he's only five he's only 10, he's only 15, he's only 30. Like, I mean, at at some point, and I believe that point is early on, you have to make children, which are little humans, accountable, right? There's, and you can even see Olivia, right? When she's like, oh, he's a grandson, he's no, no, he's a little shit, right? (laughs) And Tony even says, you know, you got to give him a whack upside the head. Now, I'm not saying I'm an advocate for corporal punishment, but I, I think it's important to instill consequences in children and and to have them be aware that okay hey, listen you're gonna make mistakes it's gonna happen it's no big deal you're just gonna have to pay for it and by paying for it doesn't mean like i'm gonna wag my finger at you and say you're grounded for a week but in a day it's like ah you're fine because that teaches them there's no consequences and yeah. i think i i think i don't know i i think aj is gonna fall into that coddled kind of yeah well that, know, that probably goes in with what i was i was getting to was the fact that at the end of the day, you've got you've got two parents there, and and in reality, Tony's not really been in the kid's life that much. You know, AJ's no, we talked about had, that earlier, right? Yeah, AJ's not seen. AJ hasn't got any idea what what Tony's doing. Like he, you know, he maybe comes back late at night, and that, but he's not he's not had any flavor of his world, so that hasn't influenced his behavior as such. Maybe the fact that Tony's not been around as much, possibly, but. The kids are, are realistically have been largely kind of brought up day to day by Carmela, yeah. and Carmela's kind of pretty much out of the picture. No one's really, no one's really commenting on Carmela and saying, "Well, you know, there are there are two of us, mm-hmm. and AJ is is you know is misbehaving and showing tendencies where which are being levied towards Tony, maybe, but uh, we we are, we are parents. There's two of us, so I think Livia just kind of gets. No one really speaks about it, and obviously that's, that's fine because that's that's not the narrative of the episode. The narrative of the episode is Tony and AJ and the flashbacks, and that's kind of what happens, isn't it? I think just if you look at this situation in in the real world or in something else, the father and son dynamics, and you know, will the son become like his father and all that kind of stuff? I guess you can say the same for with the, the daughter become like her mother. Yeah, that they, they they're kind of linked up. You don't really have the you know, will the son become like like his mother? It doesn't really doesn't work that way, does it? So, but um. No, I think yeah, no, if you make a good point. I think I think having these having these things pop up where ages maybe lacking. Sorry, 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 Ben, can you just what you said just a second though, can you say that again? Something about uh, Oh like, god, I've lost I've lost myself. No, I think, I think should we just 
we've been, no, we've been he said, he said, I, made a good, he said I made a good point. Like, good just... episode, Dan. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. In this just one instance, you, you made a good point where I think the having... Have it. And as, as you said, because you because you are a father, so you can you can obviously talk from that experience. You want to you obviously you want to try and instill decent behaviour and traits into your child at an early age. And I think if you get to the if you get to a point where you are AJ's age, 12, 13, still a child, so still a lot to learn and can still mature and and you know, if they've got traits that aren't so good, they can grow out of them and learn to, you know, get old as they get older. But the thing is, is, it's what's the reason why he's got these he's got these traits at this point? You know, there's some something's obviously maybe gone wrong or something's lacking for him to get to this point. And and it, I think in my mind, when I look at it, I'm not like I'm not like I look at AJ and I don't think, oh my god, this is his behaviour is absolutely scandalous. It's no, not great. No, that's and fair. I think, I, I think what he's doing is obviously like he's he's you know he's misbehaved. He's he's done. He's a snotty you know, little got, kid. He's a snotty yeah, little kid. I, I think it just goes into his his upbringing, doesn't it? I think what yeah. he's doing is about right. He probably, and I don't think he's like I don't think he's particularly that rude and stuff. He's he's just spoiled. He's just a spoiled brat. That's fair. Who's had he's, everything he's he ever brat. wanted since since he was born. Um, and the idea that he's that having that thing taken away from him is like he doesn't know what to do because it's never happened before. He's never yeah. really been punished. So I think any kid, if if you're pretty spoiled, and then one day. You have your to suffer says, those consequences. Yeah. Then your parent gonna... says, "Oh, that that Nintendo over there, that's going for a week." Like, what? Why? Yeah. Oh, because you you misbehaved. Yeah. Well, this has never happened before. What the hell's going on? Yeah. Can we not compromise? Can we not talk about this? No, nope, no, it's going. <laughs> You're like, well, but you've never. This has never happened before. You've never. I've never seen this discipline. I've always had my Nintendo. You know, I've misbehaved in the past. What the hell's going on? So it's that as well, isn't it? I think. Um, there's nothing that AJ is doing for me where I'm like, oh, that's that's scandalous. Oh, oh that's oh, fair. That's uh, that, that, I I just yeah, maybe I'm a little bit too hard on AJ, but I can't see me backing off. Yeah, leave AJ alone. <laughs> He's a good kid. Uh, been taken up for AJ, free AJ. Um, so I mean, I think the one thing that was kind of cool um, when all the test results come back for him, uh, it seems that. Tony and Carmela are kind of united when it comes to him, right? Like Tony sort of has a little blow up at the psychologist and says, I think this is bullshit and my kid's just fine. And after the little spat that the two of them had about his role and perhaps how negative it may be for AJ, she stands up and she's like, I, I, I side with my husband, right? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of cool to see, right? That was kind of cool for them to kind of, you know, stand united, right? And I wish, like, again, getting back to that thing I was bringing up earlier, I wish Tony would confide more in Carmela because I think she, I, I think she's got the capacity to have his back more than I think he gives her credit for. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, and I think ultimately that's just, just what she wants. Yeah. She just wants to be in the loop. She can accept all the other stuff that's happening away from the family house and the girlfriends and all that stuff. Like, we, we've, she's said it out loud. She's yeah. like, it's not great, but I it didn't happen, but... I'm okay with it. She just wants to be in the loop. And as, as you said earlier, he, we had the nice chat at the swimming pool, the last episode. You know, you, Carmela, you are my whole life. Okay, right? Because you're here right now. Next episode. <laughs> what, should we talk about this? Yeah. Eh. yeah. Nah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think uh, I really, I'm a huge fan of how the episode wraps up. And you see Tony, he's kind of, you know, 
working out in the basement on the treadmill, getting a good sweat on. I was like, ah, oh, you know, good for Tony. Nothing like having a good workout and that rush of endorphins to make you feel good. And then he goes up and he makes himself a gigantic ice cream sundae. That's just, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> this is yeah, absolutely down, beautiful. Yeah. Post-workout ice cream shake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Well, yeah, maybe he's bulking, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, do you know what? It's funny. And uh, I think, you know, we, we touched on the whole process of, of watching a show for the purpose of doing a podcast. After discussing it with you, I've come around on the show. I've come around and I'm like, you know what? This is actually a pretty good episode. Because when I was watching it and with the AJ stuff, I was like, yeah, I, you know, I want to get to some more mob stuff. I want to see some more whacking, right? But this was this was a good uh, this was a good one. I'll, I'll have to give it a give it a passing grade. Well, that's the point, though, isn't it? If you just watch that episode and you you were not going to discuss it. Or maybe casually, if I was me or someone else was watching The Sopranos or had watched The Sopranos and you just brought up that episode, they'd be like, oh, yeah, that, oh, the one where we sort of see Tony as a kid. Oh, yeah, I quite enjoyed that, I think, off memory. You're like, that's, that is, and it's just being left there. Mm. That's it. In you just, you've watched it once and you're like, oh, I didn't. Compared to other episodes, you're like, that was, yeah, that was an AJ centered episode and I'm not interested in that. Yeah, it that's, was. Uh, that's not too good but no no i think that's that's the beauty of it and obviously when you speak to me and obviously all the great fantastic stuff i come out with and i bring to the show it's just cool naturally you're gonna start being swayed (laughs) it's just my it's just my input you have one thing actually yeah well of course they all you know all my co-hosts will say the same there there is there is one line actually i thought was quite interesting and probably you know i guess there's it can be linked in several ways but silvio when they're at the playing pool um and he says about how Tony's talking about AJ, and he says about how it's hard it's hard to raise kids in this information age, which I thought which is really interesting because this is this is back in '99, yeah, and he's coming out with that already. So you know, I think Google's just kind of started at this point. Dial-up internet's still still the go-to, and he's coming out of that back in '99. So if that's if that's being written into the show and a character's coming out of that, you're like, oh well, yeah, yeah, you know, obviously. Kids have now got mobile phones. They've got smartphones, but they've they maybe have a phone and they've got access to the internet, even though it may be limited. They've got more things they can, you know, basically effectively just jack into and, and sort of zone out from the world. And that's that's like twenty two years ago. Yeah, it's terrifying. It's you, you. I think you do approach things differently. Like I know, just like simple things, like you know the question about the birds and the bees and all that kind of stuff. I never had those conversations with my parents because I was brought up in an age where it was easier to say, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But now uh, kids are, and this sounds like such a cliche thing to say, but kids grow up at a more accelerated rate based on the information that's available to them now than even probably when you were when you were growing up especially when I was growing up so you have to approach things differently and again when my kid asks me tough questions like what does that mean what does this mean I, I sit down I try to explain them to him like this is what it means like I, I, does that make sense to you is anything is anything that I'm saying does that click with his go? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And anytime he has something that he has, a con- like, oh, I, I heard about this at school. Dude, just ask me. I, I will try to explain it to you in a way that will make sense. But I definitely don't want him going out into the world 
being educated strictly by the internet. Well, or, yeah, that, that's all you can do, isn't that? Because there's there's just so much of it. There's so much stuff in the world. You know, if social media, as like from my perspective, it's yeah, I, I sort of stick to my corner, so I I can I'm largely I'm, I'm making sure that I stay away from negativity. But that's I'm making that choice to do that. If that's that's as a child, if if you've got access to all this stuff online, I said, and that's such a that's it, such a funny thing, man. Like you and I, I mean, I don't know, Ben. What what you're you're thirty? What thirty two? Oh, well, thirty one actually, Dan. Thirty. <laughs> it's just that. It's just that. Do that, I look thirty two? That sunken look in your face whenever whenever well, you know you have to record with me first thing in the morning. Well, like, yeah. Well, that's, it ages the, you up this a is bit. The tragic part. I think you know we don't. If we put ourselves next to each other, probably we look probably about the same age. <laughs> so it's the beard you see. It's the beard, and obviously talking to you, it's aged me another time. Yeah, yeah. No, fair enough. I apologize for that. But, you know, I, I guess we're, we're kind of going off beat here a little bit from Sopranos talking about social media. But it's it's a weird thing that I I think people are now are just trying to figure out how to guide the younger generation through because so much of their identity and so much of their self-worth is tied into things like likes, friends. You know, I, I remember, um, like, and this is a good example too, like doing this podcast. I, I know my son always asked me like, oh, like how many followers do you have? How many listens do you have? And I said, you know what, man? I do this because it's fun. I don't do it because I'm trying to reach a certain level of success. And you and I have talked about it off air before. A lot of the shows that we follow, like Shat the Movies, for example, those guys are fantastic. They're, if I could even get close to them or even, you know, the, the best film ever pod, those guys do a great show and they have a tremendous following. But I don't put myself in a position where that is what I'm aspiring for. I just want to put out good content that leads to connections like the ones we have here, however strained it may or may not be. Did I lose you, Ben? Hello. Yeah. Oh, you there? Sorry. Oh, I was like, boy, so well. I'm really, I'm really rattling on there. But yeah, it's it's an interesting, it's an interesting dynamic. The whole existing in the social media world. Yeah, well, I think you make a good point. It's, it's oh god, I said it again. two, two. Jesus, <laughs> bloody hell, what's wrong with me? I'm fire. I'm, uh, I'm tired. Tired. It's early. Um, I... Well, yeah. Is that it? Terrifies me. The, the, the idea of it just terrifies me. Having having a kid. Um, and having this, having social media, and as you said, trying to explain to them if they come to you and say, you know, what does this mean? Or my friend at school said this, and like that's the only thing you can do because if you try and say, oh, you know, yeah, it means this, but don't worry about it. You know, you, you we'll get there. Kids have got phones, they've got smartphones. You know, some kids, I, I, I imagine, are just sort of left to it. They get to if nine or ten, they're like, oh, here's your smartphone. You know, you can go on social media, but just be careful who you speak to. And then if that's just being passed along and kids are seeing that, and I always worry about um, like, you know, girls, young girls seeing some of the stuff on Instagram and all these filters and all, all this stuff. And it's just, it's so, it's, it's portraying something that actually isn't real. But for a 10, 11, 13 year old, it's like, oh, I want to look just like that. Do you know? I have no idea what's going on. We could go on on a huge tangent about this. Well, because exactly. it, that's another episode in time. I, I, yeah, exactly. That's because, on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Because I've got a lot of thoughts on that stuff. And thankfully, uh, Tony 
and Carmela don't have to deal with this when it comes to AJ. But uh, I think, is there anything else you'd like to touch on episode seven here? I've covered basically everything I wanted to. Yeah. No, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think that's pretty. So we've been getting we've been getting into this habit, which I, I think is a I think it's a positive one. Again, touching on one of the things that you and I I uh, don't want to speak for you, but the, one of the things that I, I really do enjoy about this whole podcasting venture is is connecting with the community, and we've kind of gotten into this habit of mentioning other shows, and I think I touched on them just seconds ago. I think best film ever. They started about a year ago. You and I have had interaction with them. Uh, their their host, Ian, with his co-hosts, Liam. Ian and Liam, that always messes me up. Ian and Liam. I wish Liam's name was like Jeff or something. That'd be so much easier. Let's call him Jeff from now on. <laughs> All right, Jeff, yeah. But All Ian, Jeff. Liam, uh, with Georgia and Ellie, they they do drive me nuts with some of their perspectives on Star Wars, but they, they do have a good quality show. And if you're into movie review podcasts, Definitely go check those guys out. And uh, I think you would be on the same page with me when it comes to that. Yeah, no, the, the dynamics are good between the house. It's, um, or Ian as friends, I mean, as we sucks. like to refer to it as, because let's be fair, Ian kind of dominates the show, but he's got that silky smooth voice. So I can't, uh, I can't blame yeah. him for taking the reins. No, well, yeah, he, he gets away with it. I think, we, I think, um, I don't know if you spoke to Ian about potentially doing an episode in the future, but um, yeah, I think that'd be quite interesting. Yeah, he, interested he, talking he, to the guys and talking to Ian and having a good chat about Phil, and that could that could go. He uh, wrote an invitation to talk about Star Wars in a round table, and I I got to be honest with you, I'm kind of kind of tapped out talking Star Wars because I know you and I are going to do one pretty soon, and I just did another one on my show, and nothing gets my blood boiling like a Star Wars conversation. So talk about getting whacked, that will definitely lead to you know someone being pulled out in the back alley, and okay. Uh, I think this is a good time to wrap up. Uh, is there anything you want to plug, Ben? Um, yeah, guess not. Well, so until uh, until next week, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys okay. later. I can wait. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>